0: <laughs> theme for a jackal okay so right off the bat theme for a jackal the song title is a theme what is a theme a theme is like you know music that represents something right A theme a theme for a jackal right who is the jackal in this case what's his face is known as the jackal ted mother and kennedy um and what happened was uh, and we talked about this super early. Shout out to uh, Bobby Bloodshed, the father of Robbie Bloodshed. He was on the show, and he was he was talking about this with me, and he sent me some stuff about it as well, which I did not know because I did not know until we were doing that show that Ted Kennedy was known as the Jackal, and that in the same way that Glenn has written about the Kennedys, he's mentioned the Kennedys in Who Killed Marilyn. He's mentioned the Kennedys in obviously in Bullet. So what's to say that a song from the same time frame as when Bullet was turned into a song, even if it started as a free verse poem, what's to say that theme for a jackal is not about uh, Ted Kennedy,
1: the jackal. And, you know, you talk about these, these things being uh, poetic and Bukowski like if, if there's any of them, man, this one, if you, if you just drop the music out and read the lyrics and think of it, read it like a beat poet i mean it it, it just let's seems do it right it, now let's do it
0: right now can you do a little percussion for me <laughs> come on <laughs> hold on wait let's do this right i'm gonna take the lyrics down we're gonna do it right ready guys we're gonna read theme for a jackal real quick before we talk about it. ready and go Dry drunk on a corner, wet waist of a girl, fiend for a jackal, play you a death song. You probably listen, stand idly by as they rape your children like they do now. In fact, you showed them how. All thoughts are in place. All teams are complete. Play theme for a jackal play die sweet prince meat tastes like mince. enough <laughs> wait i know it's wrong i don't have my glasses on yeah 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 you gotta put the glasses on ready die sweet prince meat tastes like mince. the jackal's eating enough for today die sweet prince meat tastes like shit that jackal's oh enough to make that jackal spit spit jackal spit spit and choke on the lives you've taken you can't shake them loose all morsels are gone they're too small accessible from a source so tall it is one of the most poetic misfit songs out there it's so beautiful it's such a beautiful song bitch bitch she is cut her from the inside out dead daughter in a river. Entrance gained by her liver. Play. (laughs) Scene for a jackal play. They play you a death song. You probably listen. They buy as they rape your children like you do now. In fact, you showed them how. Play.
1: (laughs) theme for a jackal. Play. Man, that would have been great at the (laughs) Alamo.
0: I'm gonna start a beat, a beat misfits cover band. <laughs> we just do beat versions of all the misfits. Songs. The beat fits. The <laughs> beat fits. Oh
1: my god. Did we just invent this right on the air? I think we did. We did. We just, <laughs> hey, speaking <laughs> of speaking of bands, you know, we need to get together and rehearse our one, two, threes and the woes, because yes. that's all we have in the band right now, the murder grams. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes,
0: we have a fictional band for anybody joining <laughs> us. A fictional band called The Burner Bears.
1: Please uh,
0: subscribe to this channel. Please like this, this video and leave a comment if you are just joining us. Okay, let's talk about this. I mean, God, oh my God, we just have to pour over the, the the verses of this song and then we'll go to the comments. So how do, I'm going to read this and we're going to talk about how this relates to the Ted Kennedy case. Are you familiar with the case, Rusty? Oh, yeah. Okay, yep. great. Great. Okay. Ready. Dry, drunk on a corner, wet waste of a girl. Theme for a jackal. So the song is all about. It's it's a theme for, for a guy like Ted Kennedy, who maybe Glenn had animosity towards because of, what happened, you know how he got away with this and you know thinking that the Kennedys are once again despicable, in the
1: way that he writes about him. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, um, after after he wrecked the car, he walked back to wherever it was that he was staying, changed clothes. So, there, you know, but he was still intoxicated. So dry clothes, still intoxicated, dry drunk. Wow. Wow. So he's saying, "What, dude, you are a goddamn genius.
0: So he's saying dry drunk on a corner, wet waist of a girl theme for a jackal and then play you a death song. You'll probably listen. Stand. Uh, so what about this? Stand idly by as they rape your children like you do now. In fact, you show them how. What is this
1: in reference to, in your opinion? Uh, I don't know. Like, may, maybe rape shouldn't be taken literally. You know, maybe it's just, you know, you're you're doing something awful to your kids. Uh, now, I understand that um, the 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 Kennedy dad. I, I, for some reason, I can't think Joe? of his name. Joe Kennedy. Yes. He was a pretty rough character. So, gotcha. you know, may, maybe, he's, you know, he, Glenn is alluding to, you know, you taught your kids how to be this way and, and get out of things using your, your, your power, you know? So now your, your kids are coming to you going, Hey, get me out of this. So maybe it's that, gotcha. that kind of thing. Gotcha. I um,
0: Uh, And if anybody can further elaborate on that for us in the comments, please do so. Um, Yeah. All thoughts are in place. So then it turns into, so here's the other thing in a way it's, I think it's a transformative song. It's a, once again, this is a juxtaposition song. It's juxtaposing Ted Kennedy and his despicable actions with a serial killer of some kind. That is this jackal Mm -hmm. character. And then literally the the reason why he's called the jackal is because he's just so carnivorous. And they literally talks about eating people in that kind of way, or perhaps there's a more obscure killer that Glenn is writing about in addition to that. And then putting those things together, all thoughts are in place. All deeds are complete play theme for a jackal play. So when he's saying play theme for a jackal play, He's. It's like he's asking the song to be played. He's invoking the theme, the musical theme, which is the death song from the previous stanza, right? Play theme for a jackal play, right? And then Die Sweet Prince, Meat Tastes Like Mints, The Jackal's Eaten Enough for Today, Die Sweet Prince, Meat Tastes Like Shit, Enough to Make That Jackal Spit, Spit Jackal... Spit, spit and choke on the lies you've taken. You can't shake them loose. So it's, t- you know, literally a serial killer of some kind. Yeah. I don't know. Again, anybody wants to throw out additional stuff here, please do. Do you that, have anything
1: uh, to say that? that part about um, all thoughts are in place and all deeds and all that. Uh, I thought that that was because you got a little something on your teeth there, Jeff. Um, I thought that was uh, where Ted had, had, you know, not gone to the police immediately. He'd gone to his friends. They got right. the story straight. Right. So you're so right. Okay. That that I, I agree with that. Let's say that's
0: what we do here. We 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 analyze the theories and then decide whether they're fact or not. Even whether they actually are fact or not is up for debate. Okay, that's great. And then die, sweet prince. Me tastes like mints. And this is literally talking about this the personification of this animal like. This animalism in a cure- killer that is gorging on his victim. And then here's the last part of the song that is just so ch- it's bone chilling. I, he must be juxtaposing a serial killer with this thing. He says, yeah. he says the following, uh, he says, I, this is, so, oh man, this is so, this is so creepy. Ready? He says, all morsels are gone. They're too small right? So all morsels are gone. They're too small. A morsel being a minuscule piece, fragment, they're too small. And then this is what's crazy. I love the way he puts this line, accessible from a source so tall, which is basically saying, what he's saying here is that the, these morsels have been accessed from a source. What is the source? It's a person. So tall, a tall woman or tall girl, little sister, all of my love. Now, that's the other thing. So it says little sister. Does that tie in somehow with stand idly by as they rape your children? Is this some sort of family affair as well that we're not reading into, that we're not picking up on? Bitch, bitch, she is. So that's the killer, the killer's point of view. Cut her from the inside out. Think about what that means. To cut her from the inside out. You have to gain access inside and then cut her from the inside out. It's pretty gross. Accessible from a source so tall. That is so, it's talking about human beings like they're just meat bags When you say accessible from a source so tall. And then, dead. I love this line so much. Dead daughter in the river. Entrance gained by her liver. He went through her liver to gain entrance inside of her body. And then the same theme is playing. So, okay. Oh, my God. I just thought of it. He is juxtaposing Ted Kennedy with a serial killer. He's saying, probably from some obscure case, but he's saying, like, Ted, we're playing you the theme for a jackal because of what you are and what you are as a killer. I think that's
1: what's at the heart. Whenever I hear that line, entrance gained by her liver, I thought that was about drinking, you know, uh, a lot of alcohol. Because I believe- Dead daughter.
0: Oh, shit. Dead daughter in the river, meaning the car crashes in the river. She's now dead. Entrance gained by her liver, meaning he got access to her. She came into his car. So entrance gained by her liver does not necessarily mean someone actually cut her open, but took advantage of her by getting her drunk and then crashed his car and then left her. And then that's why you're playing the theme for a jackal play. So it's just juxtaposing a serial killer with this for sure. The play you a death song. You'll probably listen, stand idly by as they rape your children like they do now. In fact, you them out. it's a brilliant song. It's a brilliant friggin' song. Um, Piano-driven song, um, the only song that has piano on it, I believe, from on uh, uh, Static Age, right? Yeah. You know what really upsets me about Static Age, and I understand why Glenn was distancing himself, maybe from the piano because they're trying to be more like Ramones or whatever. Damned in Ramones, mm-hmm. but the I feel like Static Age would have been serviced. Like, imagine a song like "Come Back" with piano like a piano track to go with it, you know, with the dun, 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 dun. dun. Oh, yeah. Imagine if you thicken that up with some piano chords. Dun, 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 You know, that just would have been very interesting. The the bass kind of, you know, fills that in. The bass is very pronounced that song. I don't know, It's a thought. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. All right, let's go through the comments real quick. Um, Pat says the rawness of the song gives me chills every time. The background noise and the dead daughter in the river part can never be redone epic. And to think this guy is the son of the guitarist who played did the guitar on that song. Like it's so crazy. I love that. I love that. Pat, that you must man, Pat, you must trip you up sometimes to be such a fan of this band and be like, my dad played on all these songs. Like, that's pretty freaking cool. Um, but yeah, man, it is raw and it's awesome. And I don't know, you should ask your dad, maybe your dad knows, or maybe you know, cause you spoke to your dad. Is there any kind of like feedback track or like, you know, ambience guitar track? Cause there's like weird, I feel like there's weird stuff on that track. I, again, I'd have to listen to it right now to really tell you, but Russell, do you know what I'm talking about? Do you hear anything like that? Oh yeah. yeah.
1: yeah I, one, I, it's It's just like ambient noise. It's almost like, you know. Uh, you know Glenn had the the piano part all done and and the guitar was an afterthought you know but you're uh, right but, but man right. boy did they nail that or what I mean I don't I just can't imagine that song not having all of those just diddly ambient open chord you know all that drenched in reverb and just i don't know man i love it that's that's one thing that really turns me on to that song is just the the eeriness of it you know um you know it's funny you say that because yes theme for a jackal was most certainly written
0: on the piano i do not think it was written on guitar a lot of those early songs are written on piano glenn started as a piano player before he even became mm-hmm. a guitar player and um yeah you're right i never thought about it like that the guitar is absolutely an afterthought to the piano, which is, you know, and again, it w- you'd imagine that's why they eventually stopped playing it. When I listened to Manny's tape and I heard the live version of theme for a jackal from 77, I could not discern whether uh, Frank was playing at that point. I, I wasn't sure if Glenn was playing uh, piano or not at that time. And it was just like, it's phenomenal. Phenomenal. In any case, Ted did never get to be present. That had to do with it, right? Didn't Ted uh, Russell? Am I right about that? Ted, this scandal uh, uh, torpedoed any kind of run for for presidency, right? Yep. Yep. Okay, so this is a comment to Pat from Bal- uh, Ballad. Amen. The buildup from that part to the screaming is just so intense. I wish there was more misfit songs with the keyboard. Oh, there were. Uh, Joe helped cover it up, right? The father helped cover up the, the situation. Raphael says, as humanity spirals further down its cycle of violence, we rape and murder each other, choking on our own cannibalistic spoils until there's nothing left of ourselves to consume. Was this question, did you get this from the guy? There's another guy who did Misfits summaries. It's Misfits lyric summaries. It's hilarious. That sounds like one of them, where he just summarizes the Misfits Misfits song in like one sentence. And he does it in like this weird, funny kind of way. Uh, The Death Song 2 perpetuates the cycle, so play on. Yeah, I mean, I like all that stuff. Whether you thought of it or you got it from there, it's great. The Jackals have to eat carrion. Pat says, ballad. Yeah, man, it's insane. That brief 10 seconds builds up so much anxiety to the listener. It's insane. Candy Kane Glenn says that the Kennedy boys are terrible to most all female celebrities or not. The father forced electroshock therapy on his daughter. Yeah, that's right. Right. She was like catatonic, which destroyed her. So they kept her hidden. He was an ass. That's one way of putting it an ass. Is a jackal like a hyena or a dog? It's more like a hyena, right, Rusty? I believe so. Yeah. Like, a, like, a, like some sort of a predatory dog, like wild dog jackal with those long ears, you know. Uh, Jared Jackson says, dry drunk refers to a drunk without alcohol. That is true. Normally, if you run in sober circles, yes, uh, 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 someone who is who is not drinking but is not working on themselves emotionally, is not working a program of the 12 steps in those 12-step fellowships is what is what's known as a dry drunk. However, I don't think that's what's being referenced here in any way, shape, or form, even though Ted Kennedy was an alcoholic even though it said dry drunk, unless perhaps there's something in that in that story where Ted Kennedy wasn't drunk behind the wheel, but he was drunk behind the wheel, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was drunk, drunk driving. So it literally is a dry drunk. I mean, Russell came up with it so brilliantly. He's a dry drunk. He literally changed his clothes. He dried off and he's a dry drunk and she's a wet waste of a girl. You know, a jackal is like a coyote stealing scraps. There you go. That perfectly sums it up, Donald. Um Ted got scraps, but got to live. Yes, it's a ju- that is exactly what it is, man. It is a juxtaposition of the situation. Did did
1: Ted get the scraps from his brother? His from John? Is, is that what it is? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 dude. Yeah. You're, you're just coming out. You're flying out with the with the 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 just the whatever. You're flying out with it, man. Ballad of the Broken says the theme could be the music playing during the end, d- sorry, during an elite Bohemian Grove type ritual raping and feasting on innocent's blood to rise up the power and Chain of Command. Do you guys prefer the Static Age version or, or the Legacy version where it has more reverb? I feel the echo on Glenn's voice gives it more of that record recorded in a tomb feel and adds
1: omni atmosphere. What do you think, Russell uh you know the first version i heard was obviously legacy but man the static age version just so much cleaner and so much it's just so much better i you know listening to legacy after that it's just like mud man and i just you know i i really i i don't really like that record you know after after static age came out you know um just because it sounds so terrible to me. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's just muddy. I do um, like
0: Yeah. Uh, I, so I personally, I love Static Age and I love Legacy and I love them for different reasons and different moods. And, you know, Legacy has a soft spot in my heart. I just, I don't know what it is. There's something, and, you know, you know, it's funny. Bobby has said, he's like, yeah, you can hear that. You know, they really played over, he played over my guitar parts. You can hear it, you know, or Jerry has said that. Jerry has also said that you can hear that he played. And you can, if you really listen, you really can hear that there's clearly still that work underneath what Glenn, you know, tried to record over. But Legacy does take on its own quality because Glenn overdubbed bass and guitar tracks. The whole album has a much more cohesive feel to it, right? Yep. Yep. It feels more cohesive. It feels like a of like a even though it's technically it's a compilation. It's the second compilation. The first compilation was Beware. The second compilation is Legacy Brutality, but Legacy Brutality feels like a cohesive album because of that. And so um it's got a place in my heart, but yeah, once I feel like once you hear those that beautiful static age mix, you hear Jerry's well, I mean, Jerry, it was a solid basis on stack age, man. He does not get enough credit for
1: just being a like a very clean, neat bass, bass player. Just like doing the yep. job, did a great I job. I love that him. tone. I love his tone on that record, great especially tone. when you get to hear the little bits, you know, in the outtakes. Yes. Just, I don't
0: know, man. Yes. And. And the, what I love about the bass is that it rides up high in the mix. It's not in every Misfits mix, the muddy, gross bass, as uh, uh, what's his face was talking about earlier? What's his name? Um, uh, freaking, um, oh my God, Dagger. Dagger was talking about this earlier, where Dagger Love was saying how it's like muddy. It's just like all muddy. Yeah, it's like muddy at the bottom. If you think about it as like levels of a river, the bass in every Misfit song is like the muddy bottom of the river, but in Static Age, it's like a beautiful swan that glides
1: on the top of the water. It's just... Yeah, almost almost piano-like tone, you know? It's just yeah. so... It, it it rings out so nicely, but it's still got yes. that little bit of dirt on it, you know? Paul says, the sister part could be about the daughter the
0: Kennedy's tried to hide away because of her mental issues... And I think one of them got caught with an underage girl. All right. Uh, wasn't, Paul says, and wasn't one of them suspected of conv- uh, suspected or convicted of killing a girl with a golf club? I never heard that. Just, can anybody, Paul, can you dig up dig something up for us and show, link us, Paul. Link us, please. Look, Dagger Love says that the legacy is the best Misfits Apple. All right, Dagger. I love this. I don't agree with you, but I love, love, love that legacy is your favorite Misfits album. And I want you to explain why it's your favorite Misfits album. Cause I really respect the shit out of that comment. Even though I totally disagree. I love that legacy is your favorite album. Explain to us why I want to hear it. Truly. I do. Pat says, Oh, Pat's talking about what his dad said. So Pat went to his dad. He showed me how he did it. You got to see it yourself pretty cool man they made their own sounds he explained it all to me what uh stomping signals with electronics and
1: shit like that creating fuzz and f- oh my god pat i was hearing like pick scratches in there you know yes a lot of pick scratches and just yes. like single open notes uh Raphael says the piano parts in the early songs are great i remember
0: hearing glenn say some in some interview that without the piano and adding guitar the songs would sound like Punk stuff he was into at the moment. Uh, well, one thing that I know that Glenn was super into, and maybe Russell, you're aware of this, is that they were huge adverts fans. In addition to the Damned and the Ramones, those dudes loved the
1: adverts. Really cool band from England. Um, yeah, there was some. Was there a thread in the group about that, or did you talk about that in a video? Because it does. It does ring a bell, but um. I might have mentioned it in video, but I definitely
0: found that out in one of my interviews. Dagger Love says, Murder Graham is the Fiend Club. You're right. Murder Graham is the Fiend Club. Like you're sending out, Glenn would send out his murder <laughs> yeah. all the time. And <laughs> I love like that. And then additionally, he would get them back signed in their parents' blood. Interesting. Very interesting to all these monster kids. Uh, Pat says, back in the day, he said there wasn't much effects so you had to make your own by mixing speakers and pedals and frequencies and stuff he explains it all um that's so interesting and that makes sense why you know for instance they just released that static age pedal but everybody's all, all these like all these like guitar nerds are like it was like Ew, dude why would you spend so much money on this pedal when you could just plug this into this and make a you know, you make a little speaker and you poke a hole in it, and it sounds like a fuzz tone. And it's just kind of like that's I don't a know. great Cartman, <laughs> right? But it's just like I don't know. Maybe because people are just fucking fans of the band and want the fucking tone. Like what? Like what do you care? What? Like what does it matter? Is it like some sort of pride thing with being a guitarist? I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Um, no, kitty, this is my pedal.
1: No, kitty, my pedal,
0: We have neon knees from New New Zealand. We got New Zealand in the house. Jackal is more like a dog or a fox. Hyenas are related to weasels and skunks. Uh, Donald explained uh, that Bohemian Grove is where the elites gather to initiate. So this would make sense. Uh oh, did we lose Rusty? That ties into the Kennedys being the elites. Bohemian Grove actually exists in Northern California. Look up the cremation, uh, the cremation of care ceremony on. YouTube. Interesting. Um, plot world domination. Okay. In 1975, a 15 year old girl was found slain in an affluent Connecticut suburb, bludgeoned to death with a golf club. So that's in relation to a murder that's supposedly connected to the Kennedys. So it's basically like the idea that the Kennedys are jackals themselves, in addition to him being the jackal. Phone dive, laptop has no camera listening, though. Okay. He's listening live. Rusty, thank you for joining us. Candy Cane says I know what Paul was talking about with the Kennedy killing investigation with the golf club. I will find the link later to put below. Thank you. I don't want your computer to freeze again either. Dagger Love says "Skankle was uh, Scakel, I'm not pronouncing it right. Skakel was the Kennedy that killed a girl with a golf club. Mother was a Kennedy. There you go. There you go. Skakel, Kennedy cousin was the one. Gotcha. Got it. Got it. Um Fuh Talk Trash. Fa Talk Trash. I wonder if Fran Coma still remembers how to play and the lyrics to those unreleased Misfit songs like Harpies and songs and that still get Glenn on live keys. So, again, I thought I heard Harpies in the Night. I, apparently it was a song called Drive Me, I think. Now, I don't actually know. I think I heard a song called Drive Me that I swear to God it was Harpies in the Night. I swear to guys saying we're strangers in the night. It's Harpies in the night. I'll shake my guts out for you. We're just strangers, da, 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 da. um, But I guess not. However, when I interviewed someone from Glenn's previous band, Kudat and Boojang, he was in a Glenn with, with, he was in a band with Glenn, Mr. Jim and, yeah, and there was a Jerry Byers. And if you want a full breakdown of all this, go to back to the very first episode that we recorded a year ago. But when I asked him, I said, because I asked everybody, I said, can you sing for me West End Avenue? And, you know, I asked Tank about that, and Tank goes like this. He's like, one day Jerry was making breakfast. He was making pancakes, actually, in his kitchen. And he started going, West End Avenue, West End Avenue like this with the keys and my jaw hit the ground because that was tank mimicking what jerry did and so for years i thought west end avenue went west end avenue west end avenue it doesn't west end avenue goes west end avenue west end avenue west doom 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 something like that. It's a door song, total door song. Something like that. And it goes West End Avenue, West End Avenue, something like that. Um, when I asked Frank about it, he didn't really remember much. I think he tried to sing Feline Nursery in his interview. I'm going to throw away the key to the feline nursery. Get on the floor and whisper my name. Yeah. How can we hear those old tunes? You can't right now. You cannot. It's uh, very difficult to listen to those old tunes. Um, for a full breakdown of my notes about those old tunes, just go to the first episode, Neon Knee Knees. I set YouTube reminders, but it never works. I still love the show. Hey, you know, for anybody who's just joining us, please, a subscribe to the channel. I'm trying to build this channel. I want to build my network. I want an empire. So subscribe to this channel, leave a comment, leave a like, yada, yada, yada. So I asked Steve about it, this guy Steve, and this is what he does. He looks up like this, and like I said, I thought that he was wrong when I listened to the tape, and it was a song. He said, this song's called Drive Me. That's what Glenn says at the beginning, but I thought it was Harpies in the Night. I think Manny even thought it might have been Harpies in the Night. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. He's going, I'll, re- I'll shake my guts out for you. Now, Harpies in the Night, the way Steve said it goes – sing like harpies in the night in the night sing like harpies in the night and then and he just did that right off the top of his head he has a memory like a steel trap i believe that it's possible that that's that that is the melody and there are people that can confirm that for us truly there are
1: Ooh, when you cry. Ooh.